We have a wonderful scripture reading this morning, and I just invite you to listen and feel in your body the different things that are happening in this story. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and just then there appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your ailment. When he had laid hands on her, immediately she stood up straight and began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, there are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, you hypocrites, do not each of you on the Sabbath untie his donkey or his ox from the manger and lead it away to give it water? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound for 18 long years, be set free from this bondage on the Sabbath day? When Jesus had said this, all his opponents were put to shame, and the entire crowd was rejoicing at the wonderful things that he was doing. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy God, we need to hear your word of hope today. We need to know that Jesus Christ is Lord. We need to know that Jesus Christ, love, love is Lord. We need to know that love is ruling our world, that love is the most powerful force. that love rules. So be present in the words, in the spirit, in our hearts. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. You all have been praying for my daughters who have been hiking in Yosemite National Park. They got home safely, thanks be to God. And I've been looking at the photographs. They hiked over 100 miles in two weeks, which in itself is astonishing to me. But they did it with 40-pound backpacks on their back. So take one of the backpacks that's here and multiply it by about 10 
stuff it full, and imagine that on your back. Hiking up hills and crossing rivers. Now, when I looked at the photographs, I would see them lying back on a rock. They weren't praising God, necessarily. They were resting their backs, letting that weight be off of them for just a little while. And I think about how hard it is to put on a pack like that. And not leaning back, but leaning forward with those 40 pounds. And then I think about gravity and altitude. I think about that gravity in that pack and I could imagine it be like this force just pulling them down. And how hard it is to walk around bent over, always feeling pulled down. And it makes my whole body hurt just thinking about it. I can also imagine somebody coming along and unclipping the straps, taking hold of that backpack, lifting it off, setting it down, letting that person stand up. And that is what love does. We don't know very much about this woman who came into the synagogue to hear the guest preacher. We don't know her name. She is simply the bent over woman. That's how people identified her. She'd been bent over for 18 years. So I would imagine that a lot of people had been calling her that for a long time. The bent over woman. But Jesus sees her differently. Jesus sees her as a standing person who's been dragged down by Satan. Yeah, Satan. So let's talk about Satan for a minute. In scripture, Satan isn't always a proper name. It comes from la Satan, which means the trickster. The trickster has pulled her down. The trickster has been tricking people into dehumanizing her. The trickster has been suggesting that she is not worthy of the treatment of an animal. The trickster has been saying she's not worthy to stand. And Jesus says to all of them, you treat your donkey better than you have treated her. You untie your donkey on the Sabbath just to get a drink of water. 
but you won't untie this woman? And Jesus reminds them that she is more than a bent-over woman. She is more than one to be pitied or disdained. Because, of course, if she was bent over like that, she must have done something. Like, maybe she didn't take her calcium pills. Don't we go through those kinds of thoughts in our heads when we see somebody suffering like that? Well, I wonder what they did to get like that. It's a way of protecting ourselves and saying, well, maybe, maybe that won't happen to me. But you know what? Things just happen. And we can't let the trickster cause us to blame the victim. Jesus says, she is a daughter of Abraham. Wake up, people. She is one of God's chosen ones for blessing, just like all of you. She is a child of God. Jesus treats her with the dignity worthy of all human beings. And isn't that what we long for, basic human dignity? I would imagine that at one time or another, we may have been a caricature of suffering. Maybe that has happened to you. I don't know what they called you. But I can imagine that at one time or another, you have been bound. At one time or another, a heavy load may have been laid upon you, too much to carry. And maybe that is where you are today. Maybe you are bent over with worry, with an ailment, with too many responsibilities. A couple of weeks ago, there was this situation in my house where I came home from work and my husband says, I have to tell you something. <laughs> That's never good. <laughs> he said, the shelf fell down in the closet. Your clothes are all over the place. The shelf in the closet had been pulled off the wall by the weight. The bolts were pulled out of the drywall. There was too much stuff laid on that shelf. Maybe your backpack is just too heavy. Maybe you have put some of that in that backpack yourself. Maybe you need to take some of it out and not carry so much. As we bless these backpacks today, I wish that I could bless them so that they weigh less. Because I see these kids go to school with these enormous backpacks. And it's not just the books and the school supplies, 
but it's the stress that's already laid upon them or bullying. If I could do anything to bless them so they don't have to carry so much weight. Don't carry so much weight on your back. But sometimes we don't have a choice. Sometimes people have put weights on our back and piled it up. Maybe racism has been laid upon you. Maybe you are financially strapped. Maybe you are pulled down by guilt or shame. You are a beloved child of God. You are a beloved child of God. All of us are worthy of human dignity. All of us are worthy to be fully loved. Jesus longs for your liberation, for my liberation, for all humans' liberation, freedom from anything and everything that keeps us caged, that keeps us drawn down, that weighs us and keeps us from standing up straight and being free. Amen? Yesterday, they were really good at the amens. <laughs> Just saying. This story doesn't end with the liberation of the woman. Jesus tries to liberate the leaders, for they are bent on keeping the status quo. They are the ones in charge of the rules. And those who make the rules generally win. Jesus challenges the rules. In fact, he breaks the rules of the game about who gets to be treated with dignity and when. Who gets to be fully recognized as a child of God? No wonder they were unhappy. We are called to break the rules and challenge the status quo when the rules are unjust. We are called to join Jesus in freeing those denied human dignity, those who are being treated as less than human. We are called to see all people as full human beings worthy of freedom whether we speak, they speak English or not, or whether they were born here or fled for refuge, whatever their religion, not by what weight society has put on them, not by disability, not by sexuality or gender identification. We are called to see every person as a child of God. Will we get in trouble? Of course. It might be a tongue lashing like Jesus. What are you doing healing on the Sabbath? 
It might be just a disgusted sigh. There he goes again, the stick in the mud. We're just trying to be funny. Why do you have to take things so seriously? Are you the racism police? I know that people in this room are out there freeing people. I know that you are out there working to untie the knots that keep those bound so they cannot stand up. I know that you are using your power be it time, because if you have time, you have power. Being your social status, you have power. Being your privilege, you have power. Your wealth, you have power. I know that you are using your power to change the rules. that keep the winners always winning and the losers never having a chance because that's the way the game is just set up. I want to hear your stories. Some of you have told me your stories about going to the border. About other ways that you're working in so many big and little ways to help the child stand up strong to go to school. You are not alone because you are working hand in hand with Jesus. And sometimes Jesus just needs to take and unloosen the straps from your backpack and carry it for a while. Love sets us free. All of us. And we're going to take that now in our bodies. Are you ready to break some Presbyterian rules? Can you imagine the West Africans singing and dancing down the aisle? Are you afraid right now? <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get free from our burdens and shake off our guilt. We're going to shake off our prejudices. We're going to get unbent. Jesus frees us from our own suffering. Jesus frees people from suffering. Jesus is Lord, love that frees people from suffering and helps us break the rules. So I invite you.